Good morning. This morning we are in Exodus chapter 11. Now in Exodus 11, it appears very much that this vision came to Moses during the darkness days where darkness was over the land, the ninth plague. And in fact, most of what we're reading uh, took place as far as Pharaoh's reaction when in chapter 10, Pharaoh said, then Pharaoh said to him, get away from me, beware, do not see my face again. For in the day you see my face, you shall surely die. Moses said, you are right. I shall never see your face again. So we believe chapter 11 happened right in the midst of that conversation or Moses got the vision, but some of this was shared with Pharaoh before Pharaoh said, get out. So let's keep going. You'll kind of see how that comes together. It may even be best said here that the Lord had said to Moses, like past tense. Now the Lord said to Moses, one more plague I will bring on Pharaoh and on Egypt. After that, he will let you go from here. When he lets you go, he will surely drive you out from here completely. Speak now in the hearing of the people, that each man may ask from his neighbor and each woman from her neighbor for articles of silver and articles of gold. And, you know, God promised that they would plunder the Egyptians and that they would come out, you know, wealthier than they came in. And sure enough, that's exactly what's happening. It's as though we'll see here in a moment that the Egyptians are beginning to see the power of God and the importance of Moses. And not surprising right after all the, not surprising after all these plagues. All right, so verse 3, The Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Furthermore, listen to this, The man Moses himself was greatly esteemed in the land of Egypt, both in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. So people are, you know, again, I mean, amazing things that have happened, incredible moves of God, and they've seen the prominence of this man Moses. uh, And and that's very likely why, they're giving favor to the Egyptians and giving them their possessions like that. Moses said, Thus says the Lord, about midnight, I am going out into the midst of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die. Now, the firstborn is is incredibly important, especially, I mean, you know, whose firstborn isn't important today, right? But back in biblical days, it was how you passed on the family reign, the, the family name that that son was given more prominence uh, a lot of times you would give the first part of your crop the first fruits of your crop or the firstborn you'd dedicate to god so it was the firstborn was always significant so all the firstborn in the land of egypt shall die from the firstborn of the pharaoh so pharaoh's son who's going to you know, would come in line to take over Pharaoh's reign is is going to pass in this plague, in this Passover plague. Even to the firstborn of the slave girl who is behind the millstones, all the firstborn of the cattle as well. Moreover, there shall be a great cry in all the land of Egypt, such as there has not been before, and such as shall never be again. So this was going to be 
and you know a very sad and hard plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt and you know they got nine warnings i mean god god gave them warning to set people free and they weren't willing pharaoh was not willing we could go back and forth on god hardened pharaoh's heart but pharaoh's heart was hardened but nonetheless god wanted to do this 10th plague and you know ultimately god brings forth his firstborn son on this same day that he's going to save Israel now through the blood of the lamb. God's going to save us through the giving of the life of his firstborn son, Jesus, on this special day in the years to come. Now listen to this. This is, this is really amazing that God can do this. But against any of the sons of Israel, <clears throat> a dog will not even bark. Whether against man or beast, that you may understand how the Lord makes a distinction between Egypt and Israel. So there won't even be a dog that barks. Nothing's going to happen on the people of Israel, in particular those that follow God's instruction, as we'll see in chapter 12, to put the blood of the Lamb over their doorposts. So God knows that those are his people and they're all going to be protected. Now, I, I think this is interesting. God makes a distinction between Egypt and Israel. One of the things that <clears throat> I'm teaching on the book of Revelation right now, and one of the things that I teach and believe, as, as well as a lot of other people who are great scholars, that there will be a pre-tribulation rapture of the church before the tribulation. And the church, there will be a distinction, do you see? between church and earth dwellers, as we'll call them, people who remain on the earth after the rapture. And that's not just Jews. It's people who have not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They're going to be called earth dwellers, and God's going to make a distinction between his church and between those who have rejected him. And I think, you know, those who hold to what I believe, they see the distinction now between the church and Israel, too. I mean, you know, God had a special family. It was Israel, and the blessing and promise was on God's family through Abraham's line. Um, but when Jesus Christ came, he ushered in a new age that now the family of God, the blessing of Abraham, the promise is upon his church, and Israel has been cut off. Now God is not done with Israel and the Jews and those who have rejected him. There's going to be a season of grace even amidst wrath in the tribulation, because even though there's going to be wrath in the tribulation, it is going to be a means and extension of grace to those who've rejected him prior, including the Jews who have not come to him, because there's going to be an opportunity to come to Jesus, although through great hardship in the tribulation. But what, I'm, what, what I think it, it, it's easy to see here is that God can make a distinction between those who are his and those who are not. And he clearly is doing that here in the Passover. And there's so much evidence that he's going to do that again when he comes back for his church before the tribulation begins. All these your servants, verse 8, will come down to me and bow themselves before me, saying, Go out, you and all the people who follow you, and after that I will go out. And he went out from Pharaoh in hot anger. See, so <clears throat> that's one of the reasons why we believe that this chapter actually is something that is being recounted by Moses, but happened before, because 
he went out from Pharaoh in hot anger, and, and, and that very likely is when Pharaoh said, get away from me, beware, do not see my face again, because otherwise that statement would be said in verse 10, and then Moses would be right before Pharaoh again, and we don't think that's what happened. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh will not listen to you, so that my wonders will be multiplied in the land of Egypt. And see, that's again kind of like past tense. He's already saying prior that Pharaoh will not listen. Anyways, my wonders will be multiplied in the land of Egypt. Moses and Aaron performed all these wonders before Pharaoh, yet the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not let the sons of Israel go out of his land. Well, we've made our final preparations for the Passover. And let's marvel for a moment just at what God is able to do. God is able to perform all these miracles. And he's able to make a distinction between those who are his and those who are not. And what a blessing it is to be a child of God. Amen. To know that he loves his bride, his church, and that he knows who are his. He's looking after who he's his. And when he brings his wrath like he is on Egypt, on the world, he knows how to protect and help those escape, those who are his. What a great God we have. Oh, the love of God who has released us from our sins. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, I look forward to, in a special way, getting to Exodus chapter 12 with you. It's a very significant time in the scriptures, the Passover. We'll see you then. God bless you all.